Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition, the podcast that actually enjoys packing school and work lunches. If you haven't already guessed, today's topic is exactly that, packing school and work lunches. It's a huge part of most of our lives. Think about it. We work three to six days a week, kids go to school five times a week, post-COVID, and even our little tots go to daycare and kindy a few times a week. So how can we make sure we're packing the most nutritious lunch and snacks for our health and productivity? I'll be discussing foods that are great for energy, mood, and brain power, three very important factors to get through our day, as well as other nutrition and health tips to ensure you're giving your body what it needs from a food and nutrient perspective. Let's take the complication, confusion, and pressure out of packing school and work lunches and put joy and confidence back in. Welcome to Need to Know Nutrition with me, clinical nutritionist Belinda Martinella. If you're passionate about your health, have a craving for reliable information, or just want to hear some really awesome food facts, then I'm glad you're here. Each week, I'll discuss a new and interesting health topic packed full of delicious nutritional facts. Let me sift through all of the health and dietary jargon so you don't have to. It's time to get all the info you need to put your health first. Let me just start off by saying that there is no such thing as the perfect lunchbox and all children, young adults and adults have different preferences and tastes, which is very important when it comes to packing school lunches, work lunches and snacks. I've spoken to a lot of clients recently about the pressure of packing a healthy lunch and the fact that even that word healthy is widely open to interpretation. Healthy means something different to everyone and every family. With all of this in mind, I thought I might try to offer some advice on the things that you should try to include in your school lunchbox. And this can also directly transfer over to your work lunch and snacks too for anyone out there who doesn't pack school lunches. It's less about specific foods and more about food groups and how these particular nutrients can benefit our energy, concentration and our mood to ensure we make the best of every day. Let's kick it off with energy. Now, your body is very clever. It can actually make energy out of almost anything that you feed it. But can you imagine how much more efficiently your body would produce energy if you gave it the right types of food? Yes, I have a podcast purely based on energy. Please listen to this if you're interested. Kids burn a lot of energy at school, both learning and playing. So this one's really important. And adults, we also burn a lot of energy at the desk. So let's talk about energy and specifics. Firstly, carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are your body's preferred source of fuel. So carbs are an efficient source of energy that power things like muscle contractions. Once eaten, these carbohydrates are broken down into smaller sugars. So things like glucose, fructose, and galactose to be used by the body as energy. Food sources of carbohydrates include things like oats, quinoa, rice, sweet potato, potato, pumpkin, corn, legumes, beans, and whole fruits, you know, things like banana, apple, pear, strawberries, watermelon, avocados, and the list goes on. Then we have B vitamins. So B vitamins are the building blocks of energy production, specifically B1, 2, 3, 5, and 12. They're all necessary for the citric acid cycle, which is this cascade of chemical reactions to release energy. Again, if you're really interested in how energy is produced, make sure you listen to my energy-specific podcast episode. 
Food sources of B vitamins include things like mixed nuts, green peas, lentils, salmon, yogurt, almonds, green leafy vegetables, beef, pork, tuna, avocado, mushrooms, and some dairy products as well. So things like cheese, yogurt, which I've already mentioned, soy milk, and eggs. Next, we have iron. Now, this mineral is vital to our health. Nearly all of our cells contain some iron, but most of the iron in our bodies is in the red blood cells. Red blood cells transport oxygen from our lungs to the organs and tissues throughout our body. Insufficient iron in the diet can actually affect the efficiency with which the body uses energy. Low iron can result in lack of focus, increased irritability, and reduced stamina. Iron deficiency is also quite common in children and also individuals with a diet history of either excessive cow's milk or low iron-containing foods. So if you'd like to boost your iron or you think you could do with a bit of a boost, include the following iron-rich foods in your diet to make sure that you're getting enough. Things like lean red meats, beans, lentils, tofu, dark leafy green vegetables, poultry, cashew nuts, fish, and seafood. Just a quick side note here, I also have a podcast that is all about iron, but remember to increase the amount you're eating if you're choosing plant-based iron sources. Also, to help with iron absorption, make sure you're having a vitamin C food source because vitamin C actually helps the body absorb iron. An example of this may be a green leafy salad drizzled with the lemon. So lemon will actually help the body absorb iron. Let's also talk about suppressors, so things that can zap your energy. I'm just going to list the major ones, which I'm sure you can probably guess anyway, Um, but things like processed sugars. So they cause spikes and then big drops in energy, also increased cravings for more other sugary foods, which can cause an energy draining cycle. So if your child's looking for something tasty to have in their lunchbox, or you are, try dark chocolate or a trail mix with dark chocolate chips instead of processed packaged sugary treats. Then we have processed grains. They actually contain fewer nutrients and can also spike blood sugar levels, which can drain energy. Now, alcohol, this one's obviously for all of the adults and young adults of drinking age out there listening. Alcohol actually interferes with the way your body makes energy. So when your body's breaking down alcohol, the liver can't produce as much glucose, and that's the main type of sugar in the blood, which is a major energy source for our cells, which means that you'll have a low levels of blood sugar and therefore low energy. Energy drinks. Now this one's aimed at all of the parents of preteens and teens, or yourself if you drink energy drinks. Yes, they provide short-term energy boosts, but their high sugar and high caffeine content can actually reduce the duration and quality of sleep, causing your energy levels to crash, leaving you feeling drained. No good for work or school. Fried and fast foods. They're low in nutrients, high in fat and low in fiber. It slows down your digestion and drains your energy long-term by replacing the energy-boosting nutrients you'd get from highly nutritious foods. So again, we'll just pick whole foods here when we can. Time to talk mood and mood foods. This is an important one for school and work, and I think sometimes we forget how much our mood is affected by the foods that we choose to eat. What we do know is that the food we eat contains many things, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, fiber, essential fatty acids, phytonutrients, but here's the catch 22. We also know that your mood can affect your food choices, 
low mood, irritability, lack of motivation and low energy. You're potentially more inclined to reach for comfort food and lack the willpower to make good food choices and also vice versa. Your food or the food you choose to consume can affect your mood. Yikes, what a catch 22. So your mood affects your food choices, but your food affects your mood. When it comes to a nutritious diet, balance is key. And to support our mood, it's really no different. Studies show that a link between diet and increased mood have found associations with whole food patterns. This means that there isn't just one superfood when it comes to boosting your mood. It's all about a balanced intake of a variety of whole foods. So let's talk about enhancers, all those delicious food groups that can boost your mood and things that you can include in your work and school lunchboxes. Healthy fats. Think olive oil, oily fish, nuts and seeds, avocado, anything to do with a coconut. These fats help decrease inflammation and are important for the blood vessels in our brain. The anti-inflammatory effect may help prevent low mood. Whole grains, rice, oats, pasta, quinoa, breads, fiber rich. They can actually promote the growth of good gut bacteria that may have a positive effect on our mental health. Fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables always for the win. The deliciously colorful components of your diet contain a wealth of nutrients, including antioxidants that can help prevent cell damage. Fermented foods, things like yogurt, tempeh, miso, kombucha, kimchi, kefir, all help to encourage the growth of good bacteria, which can positively impact your mood as well as your mental health. Nuts, seeds, and legumes, plant-based proteins, healthy fats, and fiber. I'm not sure if there is a better combination. All of these are highly indicated to boost your mood. Now, if there's one thing that we all need each and every day, it's brain power. Ah, yes, the control center of the body. Your brain is in charge of your heart beating, your lungs breathing, movement, thought, and your ability to learn and retain information amongst many other things. Foods play a key role in keeping your brain healthy, as well as boosting concentration levels and your memory. Let's talk brain foods. Omega-3s. About 60% of your brain is made of fat, and half of that fat is comprised of omega-3 fatty acids. Your brain uses omega-3s to build brain and nerve cells, and these fats are essential for learning and memory. So include the following foods in your daily diet or your lunchbox to support brain function. Things like fatty fish, tuna, salmon, trout, sardines, walnuts, flax seeds, chia seeds, vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, cooked spinach leaves, edamame, and also wild rice and pumpkin. Then we have spices, nuts, and seeds. Well, specifically, turmeric, pumpkin seeds, and walnuts. Curcumin is the active ingredient in turmeric, has been shown to cross the blood-brain barrier, meaning it can directly enter the brain and benefit all of the cells in there. It's a potent antioxidant and anti-inflammatory compound that's been linked to the following brain benefits. It may benefit memory. It can boost our mood because curcumin boosts serotonin and dopamine, both of which improve our mood. And it can also help new brain cells to grow. Curcumin boosts brain-derived neutrophic factor, a type of growth hormone that helps brain cells grow. Then we have pumpkin seeds. So they contain powerful antioxidants that protect the body and brain from free radical damage. 
They're also an excellent source of things like magnesium, iron, zinc, and copper, which are all very beneficial to brain function and brain health. Then let's talk about nuts, but walnuts in particular. They contain a host of brain-boosting nutrients, including vitamin E, healthy fats, and plant compounds. Not to mention that walnuts also look like tiny brains. Very good for the brain. Now, before we wrap it up, we also have to mention the very important elixir of life, and that's water. Staying hydrated helps maintain our energy levels by keeping muscles energized. It can also improve concentration and boost mood by delivering all of those delicious nutrients in your diet to all of the cells throughout the body. So make sure you get that 1.5 to 2 liters of water in every day. In order for us to have enough energy to function during the day, we must make sure that we're including a variety of foods in our daily diet. Carbohydrates, B vitamins, and iron play a huge role in our body's ability to efficiently produce energy. So include foods such as nuts, peas, lentils, eggs, salmon, yogurt, avocado, mushrooms, green leafy vegetables, rice, oats, quinoa, sweet potato, fresh fruits, and veggies. For mood, it's whole foods for the win. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, eggs, beans, legumes, and meats. Are you seeing a reoccurring pattern here? Whole foods are always for the win. And your brain? Your brain loves omega-3s. Oily fish, walnuts, chia seeds, as well as turmeric and pumpkin seeds. Your entire body will thrive when it's hydrated, so keep up your water intake. Go for fresh, over-packaged food when you can. Utilize your leftovers and always make sure that you're packing your child or yourself foods that they actually like and that they'll actually eat. I've had many clients in the past who have mentioned that their children throw out the lunches that they make them or don't eat the lunch boxes that they pack. And this could be because they either don't enjoy what you're packing or they prefer something else. So it's really important to involve your children or your spouse or anyone you're packing for in the lunchbox discussion and organization to see what they want. Yes, you may get some outrageous requests, but this is where you can reach a compromise. Educate them on why you've chosen certain foods, but then also let them contribute with a food or two that they want to add in. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed all of those tips about making really delicious, nutritious school lunches and work lunches. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining me today and learning all the things you need to know about nutrition and your body. If you want to learn more about today's topic or have a question you'd like answered, please jump onto my website, thetravellingnutritionistaustralia.com and find the podcast tab. All the references are also available should you wish to dive a little deeper. Remember, it's not the things that you eat and do occasionally that matter. It's the things that you eat and do every day that really count. Until next time, always choose the good stuff because you and your health are worth it.